This is Miss Turkvik's class and their Reader's Theatre presentation of the Empress's new clothes. There once lived an empress whose passion was clothes. The more fashionable and trendy, the better. While her closets grew fat, her people grew thin and struggled to feed their families. Still, the empress continued her pursuit of fine fashion. Each day she walked she would walk through the city so that people could see how fashionably she was dressed. Keep those beggars away. They'll tarnish my shiny new boots. Don't they know how much dragons can cost these days? Yes, your highness. I know I look magnificent, but they must keep their distance. They'll ruin my new suit. Yes, your highness. The empress concluded her walk that day in a bit of a mood. She was oblivious to hunger that surrounded her and could not imagine why no one noticed her new suit. Your Highness, here are the crop reports for you to look over. They're filled with more bad news. The southern region of the kingdom reported a swarm of locusts that swept through their crops. Crops, schmops. What do I care about crops? My table is filled with grand meals each day. Unless we're talking about the sheep dying and there being no wool for my new winter wardrobe. I'm not interested in farming talk. Now leave me be. Yes, your highness. The empress took out her hand mirror and admired her reflection. She studied each detail. She roged her cheek to give herself color and preened for hours, going from hand mirror to vanity to full-length looking glass and back. Mirror, mirror in my hand. Who's the most fashionable empress in land? I am. Across town, a, a man and woman who called themselves weavers were hatching a scam. Sister, this is our town. Finally, you're going to strike it rich. Have you looked around, brother? No one has any money. How can you be so optimistic? The empress here is finally tired and has all the gold of the land at her disposal. Yes, you are right. But still, what's your point? Why does it weave this fine thread we don't have on this enormous loom we don't have to create a dazzling new cloth? Ivan sat down at the imaginary loom and began weaving. I see nothing. I don't get where you're getting at, brother. It couldn't be clearer. I'm surprised at you, sister. Can't you see the beautiful cloth they weave? You must have heard about it. You must know the secret. What secret? Why are you being so cryptic? Out with it. Some people can see the cloth. They can't see it even when they're looking right at it. There's nothing to see. There's nothing there. Okay, okay. Here's the plan. We convince the empress that only the most fashionable people can see this cloth and no one else. We spread a rumor around town by leaking a little secret to all the busybodies and gossipers in town. The Empress is sure to get the wind of the news, and when she does, I'll bet she'll be willing to pay us obscene amounts of gold to make her a new suit out of her fine cloth. No one is gullible enough to fall for that. Are you crazy? Maybe, but there's there is undoubtedly no one in the surrounding countryside more vain than the Empress. 
She'll jump at the chance to have something no one else has, and she certainly isn't going to admit she can't see that which the truly fashionable can see. I certainly hope you're right. Sister, you shouldn't worry so much. Now let me get on with my weaving while you get out there and start sowing the seeds of our deception. Ivan sat down to work at the imaginary loom while Seven shook her head and walked out the door. Seven was worried. She couldn't help it. But Ivan had a knack for this sort of thing. Seven put on her best sales face and went to work on spreading the rumor of the secret of the fabric. Meanwhile, back at the palace... Cancel this morning's meetings. I have no time. Today, I must focus on updating my wardrobe. I need new suits, new shoes, and new vests with pearl buttons. I can't be caught in last season's fashions. Yes, your highness. Should I call your usual tailor? No, I'm tired of the same old thing. I need someone with modern and innovative ideas who can make me outfits that no one else has. Bartholomew heard of a of the mysterious new fabric while mingling in the marketplace. He decided to let the empress or in on what he'd heard. There are two new siblings in town. They are rumored to have created a fabric that only those with the best fashion sense can see. That sounds divine. Bring them to me this instant. No one else can have that fabric but me. Yes, Your Highness, straight away. It was not, it was difficult wait. It was not difficult for Bartholomew to find the siblings shop, but it was difficult for him to get there without noticing all the people starving in the streets. He felt helpless as the Empress aide. He wished to he had power to do more. As he passed the Miller shop, a woman latched a hold of him and wouldn't let him pass by. I'm hungry. Why can't the Empress help us? My husband and son are barely able to work because the hunger makes them so weak. Bartholomew didn't know what to say. He wanted to help the woman, but he had nothing. He ate and dressed in what the Empress gave him. He had not, no money or foods or clothes of his own to give. We pay a lot of taxes. We break our backs with the empress, and what does she do? Nothing but parade through the town, showing off her new suits. A man came out of the miller's shop. Come back inside, dear. This man can't help you. Only the empress can help us, and she's too unwilling to stop admiring herself to do something admirable for her people. Bartholomew wished the Empress could be the kind and generous woman Bartholomew knew she could be. But his thoughts turned back to the matter at at hand as he walked through through the door of the brother's shop. Welcome, welcome. You must be from the palace. The clothes are a dead giveaway. I'm here to see this innovative fabric you have, you're rumored to have created. Right this way, my brother is just finishing weaving a bolt of fabric now. The two siblings stepped to the back of the shop where Ivan was busy on his imaginary loom.
I knew you would come. Look at this. Look at the sheer beauty of it. Isn't it incredible? I can't believe my eyes. The Empress's aide leaned closer to see what he could not see. What kind of joke is this? I see nothing. Bartholomew leaned over even closer to the fabric, looking through his eyeglasses. Ah, yes, I see it now. It is beautiful. I have never seen anything quite like it. Ah, uh, then you know only the people with the best taste and eye for imaginative cl- fashion can see this particular fabric. It's woven, it's woven especially so. The emperor demands that you come to her and only her with this fabric. We've been waiting for such an invitation, but our servers do not come free or cheap. Not for the, not even for the empress. I'm sure she'll pay whatever you require for such a rare fabric. Show, Show us the way. Savannah and Ivan collected the fabric and an imaginary of new suit of clothes. Bartholomew led the way to the palace. He showed them into a waiting room while he spoke with the empress. The sibling with the fabric are outside, your highness. They'll require payment for their services. Whatever it costs, I'll pay. If this fabric is as wonderful as it's rumored to be, show them in. Ivan and Seven brought their fabric into the Empress's changing room. Your Highness, we're so proud to bring you our most wonderful creation. We tailored this suit especially for you. Try it on. The Empress quickly hid the disappointment she felt. She could not see the fabric. How could she be the most fashionable empress in the land if she could not see the special weave? Well, help me into it, weavers, so I can see how fabulous it looks on me. Ivan and Sven helped her into the suit, and the empress uh, stood in her jacket birthday suit in front of the mirror, pretending to adjust the fit of the jacket. Never in my life have I imagined a more beautiful suit of clothes. It's dazzling and fits you so well, your highness. I think the pants could use a little nip and tuck and they will be perfect. Ah, perfect. That's what I like to hear, that I look perfect. Later that day, after the siblings had been paid a handsome sum for the suit, the empress took her daily stroll through the town to show off her new attire. The townspeople had heard about the beautiful suit and, more importantly, how much the empress had paid for it. Let me through. Let me see what the empress has wasted her gold on now. The miller's wife pushed her way through the front. Why, she's naked. There's no suit at all. The crowd went silent, and all eyes were on the Empress. Bartholomew, what do I do? I know I've been had, and my people are angry. Tell them the truth. Tell them that you have learned that what you wear is not the most important thing. Tell them that you understand their suffering. Tell them that you will find a way for 
to get, get them food. The people applauded as the empress repeated Bartholomew's words. And to show you I am a woman of my word, I'll be serving dinner for the entire town at the palace tonight. Ma'am, I'm so proud to serve you. The crowd roared its approval. After getting back to the palace, the empress sent guard to, guards to track down the brothers who hadn't gone far. She got back the gold and used it to purchase more food from a neighboring land she, uh, that had not suffered crop losses. The empress remained true to her work, and from that day forward, she spent less time in front of her mirror and more time helping her people. Here are the cast of characters for the Reader's Theatre rendition of The Empress's New Clothes. Hi, my name is Yarini and I played the Empress. Hi, I'm Tanush and I played the narrator too, Lackey and Miller. Hi, I'm Nico and I played narrator one. Hi, I'm Angel and I played Mila's wife. Hi, I'm Babuti and I played Ivan. Hi, I am Mole and I did Bartholomew. Hi, my name is Akanksha and I played Sven. Thanks for listening.